Hi, I'm Lucy Dearlove and this is Lekka, a podcast all about the power of a good meal. The idea for this podcast came to me a little while ago after I read a few things that chimed in with something that I already knew to be true. That cooking and eating well, food that I'd made myself from scratch, made me feel like I was doing okay at life. A few years ago I was out of work and I was signing on for a bit feeling pretty sorry for myself uh, until I got a job in a cafe in Brixton and I realised that cooking every day really sorted my head out. I also had a really horrible breakup that year and uh, was generally a bit of a mess for a good few months and honestly coming into that cafe every morning and making a soup, a salad, a cake and then spending the whole day cooking perfect scrambled eggs was the best thing possible for me and, and really helped me recover. So I'm really interested in the idea that not only does food obviously sustain us physically, but preparing it, and eating it too, can be an incredibly powerful positive activity for us emotionally and mentally. On this podcast I'm seeking out personal stories about how cooking and food have changed people's lives for the better. I wanted to keep the first episode close to home to me, and so these guys seemed like an obvious choice. Masala Wallet is a Pakistani restaurant about 10 minutes up the road from where I live in Newcross, on a busy road in Brockley, south-east London. I wanted to talk to them because it's not only a female-run business, which is still disappointingly rare in the restaurant industry, but it's also a mother and daughter team, which is really interesting. I figured they had a good story to tell, so I headed down to meet them and they very kindly let me hang out in their kitchen while they were preparing food for the evening service. So here we go. So here at Masala Wala Cafe, uh, we offer home-style Pakistani cooking. Um, our cuisine is from the Punjabi region, so very similar to North Indian, with a Pakistani kind of touch. That, no, that's great. And can I just get you to both say your names and say what you do here? Okay. So you go first and then I'll... Or so, do you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> so My name is Nabila. And what do you do here? Uh, I am a kitchen assistant. and No, uh, more than that. The director. Uh, You're the director of Masala Wala. Oh, I'm a. I'm director of Masala Wala, man. So <laughs> she's my daughter and she's uh, my partner, you know. So, so I'm Simon Arshad and I run the place with my mother, Nabila. We're co directors of Masala Wala Cafe. Um, I run the front of house, um, everything that comes with running a cafe restaurant. So when it comes to admin, health and safety, um, also I do the prep with my mum in the day. So yeah, a bit of everything. Okay, so tell me what you are cooking. So we are going to cook. It's a classic dish. This is just every, every day. It's called chana masala. So this is spiced chickpeas. So we're going to do it restaurant scale, by eye. Sure. <laughs> cumin, cumin, yeah. Okay, we've got the cumin seeds. So you're toasting with just to kind of get the flavour going. Yeah, we're just toasting with the 
bring out the aroma and the flavour. Uh, it's essential not to burn the cumin, which is, you know, it does happen. <laughs> but keep a good eye. Speaking I think that's experience. what it is. It's patience. You have to just keep a good eye with okay. this. You can't just whack this in the oven. My mum's been cooking the food for about 30 years or so. Um, just at home cook. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've... I never realised how lucky I was to be brought up with the cuisine um, and it wasn't until I kind of moved away that I realised I, I just missed my mum's food so much and I was just trying to like recreate, I was ringing her up for recipes, you know, um, I did a year at university in London and I was just desperate and I just could not recreate that home food. Really? So that's something you just couldn't nail like the exact things that you'd eaten? Yeah, I'd have the recipe written down. It was just the actual technique um, that home cooks do. You know, everyone's Asian mothers must know that, you know, it's just that mother's touch that you just don't get. And how did you get the idea to start a restaurant? I mean, I guess you must have just really missed your mum's cooking so much. <laughs> there was that. I mean, there were a few factors. So um, me, I'm one of four sisters, and we all kind of were moving up to the city for various reasons, whether it be studies or, um, you know, I was just living in the city working. And it got to the point where, you know, my mum, she, she was in our family home in Gravesend in Kent, and it came to the point where we had to kind of sell the family home, and I just thought, well, what can we do? Because, you know, my mum's obviously raised us greatly but now we're all grown up and what do Asian mothers do so I just thought well we have to work what do we do and I thought well the food is good enough I you know I thoroughly enjoy it and I had a lot of kind of interesting experiences um checking out all the Indian restaurants while I was uh, you checking know out the competition. <laughs> up, up in the city um and then I just thought well you know what I think there's room for some home cooking mm. in there as well I mean there's nothing wrong with um Indian restaurants as they are but uh, it's just about having a choice and I think a lot of um our customers they're well traveled they're foodies um but they, they've had a taste for the genuine cuisine and they're yearning for that so we're just filling filling that void <laughs> so we're just putting in we've just freshly browned garlic and ginger plenty of um i can say for the home i would use i would just never be scared about garlic just over it use the whole bowl just to chuck it in chuck it in get it in there the more the better oh that's amazing so it's just you guys in the kitchen every day that's that's the brains behind this whole thing so yeah it's me and my mum we work together so she does the masala bases at the moment I mean I'm learning day by day um worried obviously because when I do obviously have to like take charge or take the reins um you know and no one's as good as their mother when it comes to cooking it's true, it's uh, true. but I am learning day by day so she does the masalas I work with her with the prep so we prep in the day work together do the curries and we serve them at night and we just keep it simple here we have a small team of around seven casual staff um who support us greatly um my sisters are involved too um Real family business. That's so, nice. so yeah we've got Ikra Nafisa and also my auntie she makes the pickles for the restaurant um which are super juicy and delicious <laughs> So where did this recipe come from? This is a classic Punjabi recipe. Oh, this, yeah. yeah. This is this is just what my mom's been cooking since day one. Since day one. I guess everyone has their own variations as well, and their own spices. So this is just a very much a very simple classic jana masala. Um, you can add you can add the spices you can make it more hot you can make it more hot you can keep it very simple um but this is just 
the five spices. Very simple. So now we're just browning the onions, we're softening the onions. So these are finely blended. Mm. It's almost Gain like a paste. Yeah, almost like a paste. So we just finely blend it. And it, I think, anyway, it brings out a lot more flavour than mm. when you just add chopped onion. Mm. So how much longer do we need with the onions? A bit longer, innit? Mm. <laughs> so it's obviously something that's really female-oriented as well. That's so nice. Like, is that just by accident, or kind of did you go out to... You really wanted to work with other women? We... I think it kind of, like... The way it kind of rolled out was, you know, in the initial days, we just wanted to kind of, like, see how it went. Um, there wasn't anything set in stone to kind of progress. Um, we didn't... We just wanted to get the home food out there and see what the reaction was. And then slowly but surely, obviously, the right kind of people attract you. And, you know, we've got some great females amongst our team. We have a great um, kitchen prep called Judy. She's a Malawan lady. Um, you know, we have quite a diverse team here. Um, again, that's just, like, from the start-up days. I mean... We, as women, I suppose, it wouldn't work as well to have male chefs in the kitchen. Especially in the Asian industry as well, there's a lot of work to do um, in, in terms of, like, you know, there's been this whole curry crisis recently. and Curry crisis? Yeah, there's a curry Tell crisis on. So basically, you know, the government have introduced new regulations, so it makes it harder for um, uh, Indian restaurants to employ from overseas. <gasps> So there's there's actually a chef's shortage, and but all the chefs are male. Mm. So I think for us it's like you know if we can do it, there should be more women mm. in the kitchen. But you know with the way the Asian industry goes, it doesn't seem to be a lot of place for women. There are some women entrepreneurs out there, um, especially in the London area, mm. who are doing a great job and they're kind of you know getting the home cuisine out there. But in terms of like the you know the general indian kind of restaurant industry which is a massive you know yeah i mean restaurants are shutting down it seems like there is a, there is a huge crisis out there um at the moment but i mean you know we're running a small business here mm. us two ladies and you know if we can do it there should be more women there, there must be plenty of women who who want to get involved in cooking and don't realize that what they're doing is actually an art form <laughs> and uh, it's it's something that some chefs can't even you know get a grasp of it's not long though, is it? Just rounding off. It just mm. takes a while. Should be, yeah, uh, ready. Yeah, ready for the spices? Yeah, ready for spices. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to whack all the spices in now. So we've got a little dish here set up. We've got turmeric, garam masala, uh, we've got ground coriander seeds, we've got chilli powder, curry powder, cinnamon and salt. So this is the base. We just have to let this cook off. So this is the bit we have to be patient. This is what you can't stir fry to order. You just have to wait. What difference does that make to the taste of the kind of finished dish if you're doing this all in advance and then it cooks slowly? And... Um, I think it releases a lot more of the flavours, the individual ingredients. So you get instead of just getting like a kind of chilli hit or, you know, overwhelming flavour of, of one spice, you actually taste everything because mm. it's all been cooked down slowly. Um, you know, the cumin, the cinnamon, the tomatoes, and the chickpea really holds it so well. It's, it's, it's a classic dish. Love it. And can you remember the first time you had this dish? 
So I've been eating curries since I was, I've been eating solids. <laughs> since I like stopped being a baby. <laughs> just weaned on it. <laughs> I, my first memory is having um, spinach and potato, so sargaloo. And I must have been about four. Like, I was four years old. And I was happily eating everything. Doesn't matter how spicy it was. Um, but it's just the way I was brought up in a Pakistani home. <laughs> I think that's it. I think if you give kids those sorts of foods, like all sorts of foods when they're small, then they're just going to grow up used to them. So rather than being like, oh, we're going to take the spice out of this you know, they, they can't handle it, then yeah. let, them, let them get used to it. Yeah, we do, we do get young parents and they come in for advice, like, oh, how do I get my kid to, like, you know, consume spicy food? And that we say just, like, slowly, just, like, introduce it and just make sure you include them with your meal times. I think that's really important, mm. is to kind of introduce them to what you're eating um, and not, not keep their meals so segregated. Mm. And that, is that your memory of kind of eating when you were growing up? You guys all ate together every night? And... Food, food is basically, it's, it's the cornerstone of our lifestyle. So food is literally everything. Every time there was a special event or even on the weeknights, you know, it's just like I was coming home, you know, and I'd sit down with my mum and dad and we'd have curry together. And it was just a every, every, it's, it's, just, it's just a way of life, mm. you know? Instead of like, you know, in, I think in English culture it's a little bit lost sometimes, you know, with convenience and takeaways and such. Yeah, I think I think that's absolutely true. When we cook, they, they just have the lovies, they all for lo- food lovers. <laughs> so we're just letting that brown off now. The spices. There is. You have to be patient because there is a, a way that um, the spices may seem raw. Okay. in the base so you have to let it cook out for a while and I would say that's just like a tip if anyone's looking to master the art of curry okay. ready for the that's going in there so we're just whacking in some tomato paste this is into the base there Really smell all the spices now. Exactly. And tomato. So in goes the chopped tomatoes. I mean, for the restaurant, we're using approximately. Yeah, we're using a lot of chopped tomatoes right now. <laughs> but uh, at, at home, home, yeah, at home, you know, one or one or two small tins generally does the job. So, do you still cook for yourself, even though you're cooking here, or do you find that kind of goes by the wayside a little bit? Um, or do you spend time here? I mean, you know, sometimes we have a special occasion. We'll have a birthday or something. Yeah. We'll come out, you know, we'll get to each other's and we'll oh, cook. Yeah. Some. yeah, life is difficult mm. running a restaurant. Because you're cooking every day. Yeah. You know, you might want to roast on a Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> People are like, you know, have you been Someone to this curry house? You. Have you been to this curry house? And I'm like, I just want to roast in a real pub. <laughs> so how long should we go for? Give it Maybe, yeah, five, five minutes. Five yeah, minutes. Yeah. We get done properly. Otherwise, we get the chickpeas barn, you know, when yeah. you're adding. Yeah. And do you soak and cook the chickpeas yourself? Or are they tinned? We soak overnight and then we boil for a few hours and then we just add to the masala and that just means it kind of holds a little bit firm like you still have a little crunch to the chickpeas 
So yeah, the chickpeas, added some masala, and then that just so cooks that down. So what other um, Pakistani and Indian, Indian restaurants in London do you rate? Is there anywhere that you like to eat as well, if you ever go out for a curry? Um, I would say locally, uh, Babur are very yes. good in Crofton Park. They've been around for a very long time and, you know, it's a real treat going there. They really look after you and they ch- they've got very interesting menus. So they do um, themes and they, they don't just stick to Indian. So they did, okay. a, you know, they did actually a Pakistani theme recently. Oh, right, OK. And they'll go by the Malacca Straits as well. So it goes all over. So it's a bit of an Asian culinary journey with them guys. Really cool. Um, also, uh, Ganapati in Peckham. Yeah. A uh, great South Indian spot. Uh, so obviously, when we've like done with our Punjabi cuisine, we, we like to check out other regional foods as well. There's some great Sri Lankan spots actually in Lewisham that um, that kind of like a bit underrated. So there's Everest Curry King, which is great for lunch. Like literally, um, it's quite very affordable, but it's, it's very much set up so you just kind of pick what you want. They whack it in the microwave and it comes out. Great. <laughs> and like you know, don't expect like clean glasses or anything pretty there. Like it's very it's a very real deal. <laughs> yeah. See if there's any bubbling going on. There's no, no bubbling. Yeah. Have you turned it off? Yeah. Is it cooked? It's cooked. Oh, ah, is that done. it? Done. Okay. You didn't even say it was cooked. Yeah, it's cooked. Yeah. I thought you said it was... So we've added the chickpeas and that's it. The chickpeas are added to masala because we've already boiled it beforehand. So there's no need to cook the chickpeas any further. <laughs> you can use tin, tin chickpeas. You know, there's nothing wrong with tin chickpeas, especially at home. It's convenient because boiling chickpeas can be a hassle. Like we boiled them this morning. Um, you know, we just do it just for that little, you know, that little crunch. Because that's, that's the way we like it. But there's nothing wrong with tin chickpeas either. There we go. So that's Jana Masala. Spice chickpeas. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of Lekka. And thank you a million times to Saima and Nabila of Masala Wala Cafe for being amazing first guests. I'm sure you'll agree that the food sounds absolutely delicious and I hope your mouth is watering. So I highly recommend heading down to check out the food. Even if you're not based in South East London, it, they're definitely worth the trip. I'll be back next month with more tales of life-changing food, cooking and eating. And if you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing and leaving me a delicious review on iTunes. I'd much appreciate it. And I would love to hear from you if you're listening and you've got anything to say. You can email me lekkapodcast at gmail.com and find me on Twitter and Instagram at lekkapodcast. That is L-E-C-K-E-R. See you next time.